Sunday, February 17, 2019, 7.12 p.m. Hi, C. I had a great time with my mom last night. I loved spending time with her. I went to bed early. I woke up feeling sad and entertaining thoughts that I would like to die. Nothing concrete, just a general feeling that I want to disappear so I won't have to deal with anything. I was looking at it objectively and it was worrying me that I was having those thoughts again. But I knew I was being ridiculous and avoidant. I resolved not to fall back into July 2018 me and got out of bed. The feeling was hanging over my head, but I've forgotten about it by the time I left the house. I only remembered I was feeling that way now that I am reflecting upon my day. I went to a cafe to study, was feeling a bit sad slash lonely slash anxious about the exam and afraid of failing at anything and everything. I told myself that my fears are almost entirely unfounded and that I pulled me back to the present. Late afternoon was spent volunteering as a safety coach during a cycling safety class that I had signed up for long ago and couldn't easily get out of. It felt good and I didn't think too much about what was bothering me. My bike shop friends took care of a bolt that had come loose on my bike and made adjustments. I feel I am done with homework, but I'm sure over the next two days, I will have a bit more to give. It's hard, but I've been given plenty of warning about how difficult this is. February 18, 2019, 3.58 p.m. This is the homework that I submitted to my therapist and what I will be talking about in the next day. If I'm engaged in relations with someone, I don't have to think about I and the pain. So the homework was a letter to I and um, I'm going to read it to you. I. I remember when you would sometimes hate when I used your first name because it felt like I was mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. Not anymore. All I have is the sadness because we are not together. We were lonely while we were apart and resented each other when we were together. I still would rather be with you than not be with you. I think you wanted to let me go, and this is the surest thing you can think of to do that. Perhaps someday I can truly let you go, and the thought of you will not make me sad enough to cry. I have tried to blame your various illnesses for your not being in love with me. You have always moved me far more than I have moved you. I will forever mourn the demise of our relationship and look fondly on the times when I was your only one. I am not yours anymore. I will miss you forever and love you always, but I cannot be yours. You made sure of that. 
I want to love again despite the fear of getting hurt. I loved you ever so much, but I didn't like myself. I thought I was wonderful that you loved me more than I loved myself, and that would be enough. It's not. It's not your fault, and I'm sorry. There's no one quite like you, nor will there ever be. No one else will match up. You know me better than anyone else in the world. Until now, you're the only woman to ever give me an orgasm. I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. You didn't believe in marriage, but in the end you changed your mind. We would have been married in December. I finally got my citizenship. I could have gone home in time for your birthday. I've been going to therapy. It's helped me tremendously. Sometimes I feel like trying to exercise myself of things that make me sad. I've been going on bike rides. Remember how I loved riding? I couldn't do it there. Too dangerous, everyone said, including you, especially you. But I went on a bicycle tour on a particularly hard day. I knew you would have wanted me to go, but that's not why I went. I also remember that nice drive we had through some rolling hills on quiet roads. We were broken up, but all you could think about and talk about was how I would love riding a bike there. Your drive for excellence inspires me to be excellent in my field and interests too. Thank you for giving that to me. Thank you for believing that I am capable of greatness, the big and small things. I know you will always want the best for me. And that you will love me as much as someone like you can. I think I feel the same way. I keep bargaining with myself that I can still have you. I might still win. I miss you most nights. And I would give almost anything to be cuddled up next to you. You know how to love yourself better than I do. I don't know how to let you go. I don't think I want to. I feel like I'll burst into tears the moment I hear your voice. It's been so hard. You were my comfort zone. You were my home. And I feel like I will always long for you. I will think of you every time I'm sick. Every time I'm sad. Every time I'm happy. Every time I'm lonely. You will probably be the measuring stick against whom I will compare anyone else that comes along. No one else will come close. As for me to come back, and I probably will. You never did. Promise me that you'll never hurt me like that again. You can't keep that promise. I don't know how to go back. 
I can't, and I shouldn't go back. Sometimes it's easier to think about disappearing than think about having lost you. And the life of uncertainty I now face. I think of so many distractions just so I don't have to think about you. I run away because I can't deal with it. I've fallen apart so many times and I'm scared. And I want you to hold me and tell me it's all going to be okay. I'll never be the same again. I will mourn you like you were my first and last love. (laughs) Anyway, that's the homework. Tuesday, February 19, 2019, 6.24 p.m. Hi, C. I spent a low-key evening at home with Casper and my parents. Casper isn't eating as much as he was, and it kind of worries me. He's not lethargic, and just kind of prefers eating treats. My dad might have spoiled him a little bit. I was thinking about the exam and what I still need to do and I was annoyed that a bike mechanic fiddled with my bike seat post and saddle now I will have to have the fit tweaked again but I won't be riding until after the exam so I can't do anything about that for now I woke up feeling just okay I tried to think about things I needed to do today I prepared breakfast, showered, and then finished off the homework. I popped by the pharmacy with Casper and picked up meds. I dropped him off and then left to go see you. I felt great before seeing you because I was just talking to my Italian friend. He was saying that I should call and tell him whenever I'm feeling sad, and he would use his Italian accent to make me feel better. He refers to it as his superpower and it made me laugh. I knew today's session would be difficult, but I didn't realize that I totally left out the bad parts. I just didn't think to confront I, even under the controlled environment of therapy. I want to be able to see the reality as it is or was. It's nice to see the good in everything, but not at the expense of the whole truth. It's been hard for me to be confrontational and acknowledge the negative since I've been with I. It's all easier said than done. I went home, had lunch, cleaned a bit, did something on the computer for my dad, and went off to the cafe for some studying time. That young barista who engages in banter with me told me she dug how I look today and told me some stuff about herself. I'm still here. I plan to camp out here until much later. 
I'm looking forward to the relief I will feel after the exam is over, but I'm liking where I am now. Thank you, C. Wednesday, February 20, 2019, 5.59 p.m. Hi, C. Last night I studied until around 8 and picked up some groceries from Target. Also felt like I needed a walk. Felt good. I went home, had dinner with my dad, and got ready for bed. I slept early. I woke up feeling okay. Casper is eating properly again. I cooked breakfast and took care of some paperwork for my dad. I got ready to leave. I feel okay. Maybe even good. I spent the day studying at the cafe working on questions and watching videos. I get distracted from time to time with replying to people, looking at my phone and internet browsing. I try not to think too much about the things I want or need to do after the test. Felt a bit anxious about the exam, but it's not a complete freak out. There was a fleeting moment where I was getting alarmed that I am on track to being some tragic spinster, and I don't want to be a tragic or a spinster. It's a relatively unremarkable day otherwise, and I accomplished quite a bit. I'm going to study a bit more, then I'll go home. have dinner, and go to a yoga slash Pilates Tai Chi class. Thanks, C. See you tomorrow. Thursday, February 21, 2018, or 19, 6.14 p.m. Hi, C. Yesterday, I was studying when the pharmacy person who is now my Facebook friend called me under the guise of asking about my prescriptions. But she said she's really calling to check on how I am and my MS-150 training progress. (laughs) We talked about 30 minutes about our training and what rides I'm planning to do. She kind of forgot that she's still at work and we had a good laugh about it. I said I'll visit her yesterday to say hello and harass her. She calls, um, she refers to calling me on the phone harassing me. It's not the best word, I know. But I forgot it in my rush to go home and prepare for yoga. Yoga was great. The instructor and I chatted before and after the class. I dreamt that I was going to do a 60 mile ride through the desert and I was taking forever to prepare all my kit. I woke up from my nice, thick sleep, still groggy, but felt rested. I did breakfast with Casper and showered before going to go see you. I might be a little nervous about the test. I don't remember being this nervous in my previous attempts. It's scaring me a little bit. Maybe that's the vibe you picked up earlier. I'm also getting concerned that there's something fundamentally flawed with the way of thinking that I have if I keep on glossing over the bad bits of my reality. I know it doesn't have to be like this forever if I work on it, but 
that is a pretty huge mountain to move. I'm glad I have therapy to help me develop tools to move the rocks around, though. Just that the thought of having to be reprogrammed is daunting. But on the way home from therapy, I resolve to work even harder and welcome all the homework after I'm done with the exam and my mind is a bit more free from that weight. I went home, prepared lunch, played with Casper, and packed for my trip. I then went to the UPS tour to return something from Amazon. I went home again and then left for the cafe. I haven't been productive studying-wise, but I've done my procrastinating for the day, and I'll start working on some questions again. Thank you, C. Friday, February 22, 2019, 6.12 p.m. Hi, C. Yesterday, a little after texting you, I decided to work on the homework a little bit. It didn't make me cry. I was greatly surprised by how easily I was able to compose a list of the ways in which I was wronged in the relationship with I. Almost like it was always in the back of my head and I just tapped it. I thought about what you said about when homework feels easy. I'll think about it some more. I hope I am able to tap into the things I've studied as easily during the exam. I went home, I had dinner, and did yoga at home after studying until about 8 p.m. I slept rather late, I think. I was trying to calm myself down enough to sleep. When meditation and deep breathing didn't work, I turned to something more physical. It wore me out and I zonked out. Dreamt that I was riding my bike and then went for a swim with a pretty dark-haired girl that I just met near the water. Didn't realize I forgot my bike. Went to starting point all panicky. Turns out it's exactly where I left it. I rode my bike again and felt I missed E in my dream. Checked her Facebook in the dream and nothing interested me enough, although I saw in the dream she was looking for a job. She was still in a relationship with that guy, but it looks like they broke up and got back together again. I haven't dreamt about her or checked her Facebook account in a long time. I'll count that as progress. I had breakfast, washed my pillows, because they were getting flat, Resolved to upgrade to buckwheat hull pillows. Cuddled with Casper. Finished packing. Tried not to tell myself that I have trouble with my spatial perception. And that's why I'm not good at estimating what things fit where. I told myself anyway. But I'm pretty happy with my packing skills. Such as they are. Showered. Said goodbye to Casper. And left for my hotel mistakenly booked one hotel when my flight tomorrow is out of another airport near a different hotel i was kind to myself and the front desk people and i just laughed off my mistake
canceled the room, booked a hotel near that other airport. I schlepped over to the airport area and settled into my room and studied. I had to calm myself down again after the first hour. It worked. Still studying now. Just reviewing my wrong answers to questions. I have a couple of lecture vids I want to watch, but I'll do them over the weekend. Tonight is about having a convenient dinner at the hotel and relaxing before sleeping and waking up early tomorrow to catch the shuttle. Thanks, C. Saturday, February 23, 2019, 6.20 p.m. Hi, C. I studied last night until past 10, and then prepared my things, and then got ready for bed. I created an opportunity for me to engage in phone sex with a man. I don't know if I just didn't like the person or the fact that he's a man, but I didn't enjoy myself much. A little of both, I guess. And I chuckled at finding out a little bit more about just how much more attracted to women I really am. I fell asleep a little late. I was a bit worried that I wouldn't wake up in time for the flight, but I eventually fell off to a deep sleep. I boarded the hotel shuttle to the airport, and the lines were uneventful. Was happy that I got to check my bag for free at the gate. I did some stretches and was asleep for most of the flight to Atlanta. I was anxious about flying. I was reminded of how much I don't like heights the thought of heights, and especially the turbulence. I was too sleepy to freak out too much, but I calmed my thoughts by thinking there's nothing I can do about flying or turbulence or the possibility that I will crash. It's much easier and safer than traveling by car. It was the same for the second leg to Buffalo. I thought about how I am perfectly fine doing and experiencing things by myself alone, like eating at a restaurant, or movies, shopping, traveling, etc. And maybe I just become unhinged somehow when I'm in a relationship and it's not safe for me. Settled into the hotel, ordered lunch, ate lunch, showered, and got ready to just hunker down in my room. I studied a fair bit before feeling sleepy. What was meant to be a 30-minute nap became an hour. Feeling refreshed just in time for my update. I'm grappling with the temptation to have someone over in my hotel room. I try to think about why I would want that, what I want out of it, and reminding myself how wretched I felt after a random girl. And it pulls me back from the very edge and into my work. My cousin asked me if I've made any friends yet. I asked what she meant, and she says she's come to expect that I meet interesting people, especially when I travel alone. She's not a friend, but a worker in the hotel spent some time telling me about the verbal abuse she's gotten from hotel guests 
and while working retail many years ago. She also told me she's a Harry Potter fan because of her sister. It's dark and cold outside and I'm feeling warm, light, and happy in my little room. Thanks, C.